This episode of the Fresh Start Family Show is brought to you by our Quick Start Learning Bundle, how to build a compassionate, firm, and kind discipline toolkit that works with kids of all ages. Head to freshstartfamilyonline.com forward slash discipline to grab your Quick Start Bundle so you can get going today on building up a strong, compassionate, disciplined toolkit in your home. Well, hey there, I'm Stella. Welcome to my mom and dad's podcast, The Fresh Start Family Show. We're so happy you're here. We're inspired by the ocean, Jesus, and rock and roll, and believe deeply in the true power of love and kindness. Together, we hope to inspire you to expand your heart, learn new tools, and strengthen your family. Enjoy the show! Well, hey there, families, and welcome to today's episode. Terry and I are going to chat today about the importance of listening to our kids, really listening intently to our children. So we're going to cover three areas on ways you can do this and why it's so important. So number one, we're going to talk about how you can really listen, and we'll do a fun little role play back and forth to show you guys the difference of what we're talking about. (laughs) Number two, we're going to talk about why we want to interact with our kids in this way, why it's so important. And then number three, we'll talk about what the results are out in the world for our children and really the next generation of little souls um, who have been raised in a way where their parents really take time to listen to them. So number one, how to listen intently. So what happens, I think, a lot in parenting is we we kind of think we know it all. So like when a kiddo comes to us with a misbehavior or maybe they run, us, run up to us and say something happened in the sandbox or they come home after school one day and they have like a red card in their hand. Maybe they're in kindergarten and they got in trouble and their clip got moved down. I remember in kindergarten, oh, like yeah. our kids actually in kindergarten here, <laughs> they used to get like marks on their hand. Remember like a scarlet letter? I do remember some of that. Yeah. yeah. And it would be like a highlighter. And if they were, they were good, so to speak, they would, you know, have a green or if, and if they had an issue, they would have red on their hand. But I think we can have a tendency as parents to jump to conclusions and move right into like the lecturing and the scolding And the like, I know better than you, what's wrong with you, why did you mess up, Um, and just fixing. Would you agree? Yeah. Yeah. So an example would be like, um, let's just use like, um, I'm trying to think, either like maybe you're at a play date and your kids are all playing at, let's just say we're at the park, right? Here we have our, our most favorite park, I feel like for local families is Moonlight Beach Park. And it's this beautiful oceanfront park, but there's a ton of sand, there's a play structure, and little kids who are toddlers are going to have squabbles. Like they just are going to have stuff that they have to work out. So um, say, Terry, you and I are hanging out on the sidelines and um, we're going to pretend that you are my five-year-old little boy. Your name is Jack. And um, you are playing with my friend's little buddy named Taryn, right? And and you guys are playing in the park, in the sand, and you're having fun. And then the other little boy, Taryn, runs up to his mom and say, Jack hit me or Jack threw sand in my eyes. And we'll, we'll pretend um, that I'm going to not listen intently. So I'm okay. going to actually use what we call feeling discouragers and I'm just going to like not listen to you whatsoever and you guys can 
um, you know, silently raise your hand or laugh if this is something that reminds you of you, <laughs> the way you worked with your kids. All right, so let's pretend this little boy just runs up to his mom. Jack hit me. Jack threw sand in my eyes. Jack's not being nice to me. And then Jack, I'm going to pretend that you're going to walk up to me and you're just going to say, Mom, I didn't do anything. <laughs> Mom, what's wrong? I didn't do anything. <gasps> Come over here right now. No. I, I was just digging. Come. Uh, Come. Stop. I was Stop. doing this thing with my... No. With no my more talking. With my toy. You come over I here was just, right I was now. Why? Jack, you are going to get in big trouble if you keep talking. Come over here right now to the side. What? Why are you being mean to him? I told you I didn't earlier. do it. I told you I didn't I do said, it. Stop. I didn't do it. Stop talking. I said, if you do this one more time, you are He's not... mean. You are not going to have any more iPad for the rest of the evening. You know better. It was him. You do not hit. You do not throw sand. And I am not okay with it. I'm not going to raise an entitled brat. And we will never come here again if you ever do this again. Do you hear me? Mom. <laughs> but man. Oh, but man. <laughs> oh my gosh. I always get so stressed out when I do like any type of role plays anymore because I can be so mean, first of all. <laughs> I'm such a mean mom. All right. So you guys, did it sound like I was listening to my little boy Jack at all in that situation? And for the dads out there listening, I get to do the next one at some point. I'm going to yell at Wendy just so that it's equal. I know. We have actually... Gender we, equality. Come on. We right. do so many of these role play videos where you actually get to see us in our foundations course. And I, I've gotten a lot of people who say, <laughs> I want to see Terry be the, the parent. So we, Oh, really? Yes. They've said that. They have okay. said that. So we Dang. have to remember to switch it. We're going to... It's on. <laughs> It's on. All right, so okay. Feel so basically, what we what we teach with this curriculum is that what I just did to my little boy Jack is I used a ton of feeling stoppers, and I definitely did not listen intently. So make some examples of feeling stoppers: denial, scolding or reprimanding, making him feel guilty, lecturing, calling names. Solving the problem. I didn't do that one that time, but I, I could have been like, we are going to walk over there. You're going to say you're sorry. I am going to make sure I watch you closely because that will fix it, right? Um, I could have just ignored you, <laughs> which probably wouldn't apply here. Well, I you kind of did with just talking over me. That's true. I was trying to talk to you. Mm-hmm. That's true. I could have punished you right there. I could have gone and put you in the stroller and made you do a timeout for two minutes. Yep. Um, moralizing, like, what's wrong with you? Why can't you be a better person? Um, humiliating, like, you know, yelling at you with my finger in your face in front of all your friends at the park. Um, sarcasm, like, oh, oh, right. It's so hard to be nice to friends at the park. Oh, you poor thing. Like that kind of stuff. Um, minimizing, interrupting. I did a ton of interrupting. Mm -hmm. um, rescuing, assuming, prying, assuming. I did a ton of assuming. Like I was assuming that you were just not being nice to your friends, right? You can right. hear all this. So those are all just examples of what we call feeling stoppers in this work. So let's do it again, and I'll use kind of what the example of how I want you guys to try it is to really listen intently and use feeling encouragers, which basically, you guys remember, feelings are neither right nor wrong. They just are. We want our kids to be able to talk to us, to feel like we are a safe place where they can actually just tell us things without feeling like we are going to make them wrong, without feeling like we're going to... Um, lecture them or scold them or all these things like we just need our kids to talk to us and this process starts really young you guys this is 
if we want our kids to be teenagers that talk to us, which we're going to talk about here in a minute, um, we need to start this as, as soon as possible when they're younger. All right, so let's do it again. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to practice some feeling encouragers of things like I'm going to affirm feelings. I'm going to listen intently. I'm going to be curious. I'm going to be empathetic. I'm going to invite you to tell me how you feel. And I'm going to identify some of the feelings I'm seeing. All right, so little boy runs up. He tells his mom he's screaming, crying. Jack's being mean. He threw sand in my face. He threw a toy. And then, Jack, you come up and talk to me. Whoa, what's mom, going on? I was just digging. I was just digging. And he, that, he's he trying to take my shovel. And he, I was just, I was just digging. And I don't know. He's crying now. But I was just, I was just digging with my shovel. And then he was like, and started yelling at me, trying to take my shovel. And, um, yeah, now, like, he's trying to get me in trouble now. He's trying to get me in trouble. Okay, Jack, hold on one second. Hold up. Hold, bear with me for a second. Hey, buddy. Hey, Taryn, are you okay? Are you okay? Let me get some water to, to give you for your eyes since you have sand in your eyes. Here's, here's a bottle of water for your eyes, Mom, if that helps. Um, Jack, I want to come over here and talk to you for a minute, okay? First okay. off, thank you so much for telling me what happened. Is there anything else that you can tell me that happened when you guys were playing in the sandbox? What... Tell me, is there anything else you want to tell me? Well, I was I was digging and the sand the sand was flying around, but I was just digging. Okay, so it sounds like you were trying to play and dig a deep hole, and Taryn was trying to grab the shovel from you. Is that what it sounds like? Yeah, he he wanted to use the shovel, but I, I told him it's my shovel. Okay, so it sounds like you were you were feeling angry in that moment. Yeah, I just wanted to dig this big hole. And he kept and he kept trying to to take the shovel. He did, yeah, he did, like it's like bring your own shovel. Okay, so listen, it's okay to be angry, buddy. And you know that it's not okay to throw sand in people's face or hit, right? You know that because that's not who you are. It, it was I was just digging. Okay, I can tell you love to dig, right? Yeah. You dig everywhere and you dig the best holes. I love how much you love to dig, and I know that you can tell your buddies how you feel and what you want without hurting them because that's who you are, okay? So I need you, let's go back. Is there anything that you can think of we can do to repair the mistake, to make amends with your little buddy? How can I support you when you go back? Because I think he's really hurt. I think, look at him, he's got sand all in his eyes. Maybe I could dig him a hole. That's a good idea. Okay, let's go back together and I'll support you. And then next time, what are you going to do differently? Make sure my sand doesn't fly in his face. Yeah, maybe take a deep breath like we've talked about. Pull your shirt. Say, I feel mad. All those things I taught you. Remember? Do you remember those too? Yeah. Okay, I got your back and I'm not okay with you hitting and throwing sand. You hear me? Okay? Okay. Okay, thank you for telling me. Thank you for talking to me. Thank you for calming down. You're welcome, Mama. Nice acting, dude. All right, so can you guys see the difference there? So the listening really looked like using feeling encouragers, like I'm just I'm just talking to my kiddo instead of assuming the negative intent in him. And if you if you guys were to time it, I'm sure the first little role play that we just did for you guys was I'm gonna guess maybe a minute long, and the second role play we did was two minutes long. Would that be accurate? Yeah. Okay. So 
now in your head you guys like you might have been thinking oh my gosh this is gonna take forever and the oh, kids over there screaming that, yeah. and how embarrassing but guys a lot of times using tools of high integrity are going to take you a little bit longer that doesn't mean that they're not worth doing it just means it's gonna take you a little bit longer and you're gonna have to like really be patient with yourself and your kiddo all right, and a lot of what I what I did with my little boy in that moment included a lot of stuff that I've taught him in a calm moment. So a lot of this work, you know, is proactive. So I, I'm teaching him a lot in a calm moment, and then when I talk to him and I listen to him in that moment, we're calling on things that we learned outside of it. But yeah, so I really did listen. I I let him finish sentences without interrupting. I was curious, right? I was like, tell me more, what happened? There's gotta be a reason why you got so upset. I, I didn't go right into like the scolding, the reprimanding, like, hey, I know what happened and I know what's best. I know how to fix it. You need to stop being such a brat, <laughs> right? I think there's this like, um, this embarrassment that you get as a parent, like you're like, oh gosh, you just don't wanna have the kid that's the one. So that like, you feel like you gotta jump to like snuff it out like it's a fire and everyone's like got to see like oh yeah they handled that quick and yes. they are in charge that yeah, is exactly like, yeah. what 90 percent of culture will do in the parenting realm especially when a challenging situation arises in a public space mm -hmm. i would i'm serious 90 percent. so yeah you can expect yourself to be an outcast if you do this and I'm going to encourage you that it's the coolest kind of outcast that you could ever be. Because trust me, people will see you and be inspired by you. Even in that moment, if they're like, oh my gosh, she's not making her son apologize to my son. Like, wow, she's letting her son just, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. that may be stuff that may creep in and you may have fears of people thinking that. But trust me, when they go home later and they look back on how the whole situation rolled out, it's going to be incredible. They're going to be like, whoa, that was crazy. She really kept her cool or he really kept his cool. Like, and the little boy came back, make amends. Like he offered to dig my little boy a hole to say, you know, and but he never said, I'm sorry, that's interesting. They're just going to be like, they're just going to be in awe. You can count on them being in awe. And, and I will just also like ask you this too, the two different ways. Which way in the end do you feel more connection with your child? Right. And which way do you feel like you have empowered them to deal with this on their own out in the world if you weren't there in the future? Exactly. So, yeah, which is a great segue into number two is why we want to interact in this way with our kids. And number one, you guys, when we model this type of communication and respectful relationship with our children as long as we can while they're under our roof, you know, preferably 18 years, but that's what they end up doing. Remember, modeling is always the best way to teach your kids. So when you model to your child what it looks like to listen and let them finish sentences and fully get curious and empathize with them like we're doing here by, by showing you guys what listening intently looks like, when you do that day after day, month after month, year after year, guess what your kids do to you? They let you do the same. They do the same thing. Yeah. So it's like, it's not rocket science, but it's really hard because if you are interrupting your kids, if you're scolding them, if you're reprimanding them, if you're um, judging them, if you're jumping to conclusions, 
you guys can count on your kids doing the same back to you. And maybe they're not allowed to scold you and reprimand you because you have such a fear and force system based a hierarchy system, right? Like they can't do that to you because you can take, you have more power, right? You'll take away more stuff. You can hurt them. But then trust me, they're going to do it to other people behind closed doors because that's what they have had modeled to them. So instead, when you model all of this, what we're talking about, it soaks into your kids. They're like little sponges. And when they're out in the world with their friends and their friends start saying something that like is just totally like not what they believe in or they're trying to resolve a conflict, your child will have the skill set to be able to stop and just listen and have faith that they're going to have their opportunity to talk. And they're also going to have experience by watching you do it how to, how to have empathy for other people, even when that person seems to have done something that they don't understand or is totally off base or is not okay. Like, but it takes, it takes practice and modeling it is just so important. So I can definitely say that I see it now with Stella. Like if I start to like have a moment where I kind of like go off a little bit or or not even a negative moment. I think in all areas, I can see how she really lets me talk now. And she listens, you know, versus when she was a toddler. <laughs> well, I think it's just a basic human, you know, desire is like, give respect, get it back. Yeah. So it's, you You gave me in that role play the respect that you were going to listen to me. And I knew I was going to hear it from you, too. Right. But you listened to me. First. Yeah. Let's chat for a hot sec, openly and honestly, about what your discipline toolkit looks like in your home right now. If you're anything like most parents, you're relying on the hand-me-down set you inherited. Timeouts, spankings, threatening of spankings, taking iPads away, three, two, one countdowns, groundings, taking away toys, e-bikes, iPhones, any or all of those kind of tactics that create a total relationship strain and don't even work long-term to end your child's misbehavior for good. Meaning you might spank your child or send them to timeout today for being air quotes mean to their sister or disrespecting you. But then three days from now, they're repeating the same misbehavior, which causes you to flip your lid because you know they know better. I want to help you learn a new way so you can end the vicious cycle that's keeping you stuck as a parent and causing you to feel super frustrated that nothing is working to get your strong-willed, stubborn child to behave better. My team and I have recently completely refreshed our Compassionate Discipline Quick Start Learning Bundle to help you learn a new way to teach your kids important life lessons, a new way to help your children learn from their mistakes and take responsibility for their actions. You can just DM me the word shift over on Instagram. I'm at Fresh Start Wendy, and I'll personally send you a message with a link to download this free bundle. I'm going to help you shift out of a punishment mindset and into a compassionate discipline one where you fully trust that connection-based firm and kind discipline tools are all you need to be a strong leader in your home who holds your kids responsible when they misbehave, but does it in a way where they are learning the vital life skills they are missing when they mess up. So again, just DM me the word shift over on Instagram. I'm at Fresh Start Wendy, or you can head to freshstartfamilyonline.com forward slash discipline 
Franklin to grab your free bundle now. I am so excited for you to shift out of feeling guilty and shameful when you lay your head on your pillow at night and shift into feeling confident and proud of the way you handled yourself as a parent, even when you were wildly triggered and upset about the mistake your child made. Okay, I'm excited for you to dive into this free resource. I'll see you in my DMs and inside the free discipline bundle. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Yeah, exactly. All right, so so kind of a sub number two subset of the second point of why this is so important to interact with our kids in this way is when we pause and listen and give them the space to talk to us, tell us how they feel, what happened, their side of the story, so to speak, it lets them process and creatively problem solve through a challenge. So it's so important, you guys, that we are teaching our kids how to access their critical thinking skills. We do not want to raise robots. I repeat, we do not want to raise robots. When you send your kids off to college and high school (laughs) and middle school and elementary school, you want to be sure that they have experience accessing critical thinking skills, which is like, hey, this challenge happened. What am I going to do about it if no one is there to help me? Right. So a lot of the fear and force and external control methods that really not listening to your kids represents that first role play that we did is not teaching kids how to solve problems themselves. So you can you can tell when I listened to my son, Jack, the second time he I asked him questions and then he came up with the solutions. Right. So I give him the opportunity to think about what he can do next time different, to think about how he can make amends with his buddy to think about how we can repair the relationship. And then sure, we can come in with ideas. But the first part is always like empowering them to step forward and and really call on those critical thinking skills. But that takes us giving them space to process. And a lot of times it's just going to take them talking. Sometimes you just, you know how that is. Sometimes you just need to talk it through with people. And then you're like, you know what? I got it. I got it. Thanks for listening. I think a critical part of what you were just saying too is like, giving them a chance to talk about how they might do it differently next time. And sometimes like your kid might be like, I don't know, I wouldn't do it differently. I don't know. And at a certain point, if they're, if they aren't finding the answer, maybe reframing the way that you would tell them how to do it is to say, would you like an idea? Can I give you an idea? Exactly. I'm going to give you, give you an idea. Like if they're struggling to come up with it and then you can guide them through it. And it's also a signal that you need to do more teaching in a, in a calm time because what like the situation we've given today before you is an example of a heated moment where it's not really a great time to teach. So when I asked you, Jack, next time, do you think you could pull your shirt and say, I feel mad or take a deep breath? I'm not teaching you that concept right there after the sandbox debacle. Yeah, I've taught you that probably 15 times because a lot of this work takes persistence and perseverance and teaching over and over again before your kids actually get it. It's like babies learning to walk, right? Like a baby who's learning to take his first steps, like you're like, yay, you're doing it. And then they fall down. You're not like, dude, 
what's wrong with you? You get a timeout. You don't trip and fall. No, right? Like you lift him up and you're like, oh, it's okay. Keep going. It's just a misstep. You got this. Let me support you. And then you let go of their hands again and they try again and then they fall and you say, oh, it's okay. Get up. You got this. So it's kind of the same thing with, with, um, but just doing it again. Okay. And then we have, we already kind of talked about it, but this third point is just that the results out in the world are massive when you raise your kids like this. And again, this takes practice, guys. Like, there's no perfection in our own home. Like, <laughs> I mean, I I still resort back to, like, lecturing and scolding sometimes. I'm just like, dude. Um, just the other day, I really had to, like, um, really, like, take some deep breaths and, and process through all the curriculum that goes around and around in my head every single day as a teacher. But I didn't, I didn't even get to tell you this story. But we had dropped Taryn off at the skate park. So what happens two days a week, I pick up the kids from school, and um, Stella has to get to beach volleyball. Taryn has to get to skateboarding. I usually pack up the dog to go to dog beach. We go for a jog. We do dog beach. I sometimes do work at a coffee shop. There's There's snacks that need to be packed, and I have a tendency to, like, push my work up into the last minute because as an entrepreneur, there's never enough time, right? Mm -hmm. So it's just kind of a stressful time. And as soon as I pick up the kids, I'm like, okay, cool. We're cruising, sun's shining, we got the music going, we're off, right? But last week, we got to the skate park and Stella, I had grabbed Taryn's skateboarding shoes right at the last minute, put them on the, the front seat on the bottom um, like, you know, at the feet of the passenger seat and she got in the car and she changes for beach volleyball in the car. So she had put on her bikini and done all this stuff and put all of her stuff like in a pile on the ground. So we got to skate and he's like, mom, where's my shoes? And I, and I look in the back and I'm like, oh no, I think I might've forgotten them at home, which in my head, I'm like, well, no surprise. I'm always rushing around. So I was like, Stella, can you, um, can you look down there? Are the shoes down there? And she started to move into this role. She does this a lot where she's like, mom, we're going to be late. Hurry up. Hurry up. I like, she likes to be early to practice. She's very inspirational for our family. She is a great keep us on time person. Would you agree? Absolutely. Oh my gosh. She is gnarly with the time, very competitive. So she does not want to be the one that's late. So instead of helping me, she might've looked like really quickly And then she just went into like kind of like self-service mode, like you need to hurry up, I'm going to be late. And then I was like, shoot, Taryn, okay, I left him at home. And so I was trying to remain calm and I was just like, self, it's just a mistake. It's not a big deal. We left five minutes from um, the skate park. So I just was like, babe, we need to go home. So Taryn went in to watch, you know, hang out at the skate park. I was like, we just need to go home and get the skate shoes. So. We go home and she immediately like got super upset. Like she's so upset. She's in tears that she's going to be late. And I was just like, Stelly, I'm sorry, but you know, it's my fault. I made a mistake. I'm just going to, I'm going to fix it. It's no big deal. It's just a pair of shoes. And so we're going, we get home and I look on the stairs where I thought I left them. And I was like, oh my gosh, they're not here. I'm like, they're in that car somewhere. And really in the grand scheme of things, you, you, you like zoom out and it's not that big of a deal. It's 10 minutes of the time. It's like not a big deal. Um, but in the, like I could feel I my, my heart rate rising cause I was starting to get annoyed. Like I am running around all over town at this point And I'm just like, kids like, dude, you need to take care of your stuff. Like all of it started going in my head. Like, 
oh my gosh, am I raising entitled kids? Like all that stuff, that self-verbage or that self-talk that messes with you. So I went out to the car and I opened the front door and I look on the ground by her feet and there's the shoes. And I got really angry. And so (laughs) I went into like this little like huffy puffy mode and I actually slammed my door of my, of my, of the truck. I got in and I slammed the door and I, and I always laugh at myself when I do that now because I'm such a kinesthetic person. Like I've never seen you slam a door, Terry. Really? No. Do you, do you slam doors? Not really, I guess, but I, I've I, never I, seen it, but you've I, seen me. I, and there's, <laughs> there's some things I do, but maybe it's not a door slam. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It's hilarious. I crack up at myself all the time because even after like 10 years of personal development work, I mean, I've gone from like, uh, you know, I always tell my families I'm a recovering yeller. I'm a recovering door slammer. I used to slur- dam- slam doors a lot. Now it's like once in a blue moon, but anyways, I slam the door And I got in the car and I started to go into the lecture mode and I had to really like listen to myself and stop. And she started talking and I started interrupting and I started saying, I don't want to hear it. Like blah, 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 lecture, lecture, lecture. And I, again, had to literally have the most willpower, like a piece of chocolate cake was in front of me and I had to be like, I'm just not going to take a bite of it and be like, Wendy, stop, stop, just let her talk. Just listen to her. And so she started to just go into the whole thing. Mom, I'm so sorry. I was just so scared that we were going to be late and I didn't know the shoes were here. And, and I just had to reset myself and finally take a deep breath. And she kept saying like, mom, talk to me, talk to me, talk to me. And I was like, just let me take care of myself for a minute. And finally, I, then is when I went into the teaching mode of like, thank you for telling me. And I can totally understand why you were stressed out. And, and worried, and I, I need you to be part of the team moving forward. Like, I can't do this all on my own, and, um, you know, would you be willing next time to really help me in a bigger capacity than moving into, like, you know, being unkind to me about, like, rushing me and saying things like, Mom, why would you do, like, all this whole thing. But I had to make the shift to listen and empathize and just hear her out to get me to a better place. And that took a lot of willpower. So that's just one example. I always am going to have examples for you guys because I love to give you real life examples. It's not like always easy to do what we're talking about, but I will tell you that the payoff is much better. Like I can't imagine what I would have felt like at the end of that day if I would have just stuck with the scolding and lecturing of her, of how she doesn't care about anybody else and it's all about her Like, that just doesn't feel right to me because that's not who she is. It was just a moment. She just made a mistake. She didn't help her mom look for the shoes. And I can tell you what we learned from that was that next time I'm pretty darn sure she's going to make a different decision. Families, I have a question for you. Would you love to be able to set really strong boundaries and rules with your children and then follow through with consistency and firm kindness? If yes, listen up. I have a program called the Firm and Kind Parenting Blueprint that I'd love for you to go check out. You can learn more over at freshstartfamilyonline.com forward slash firm and kind. Inside of this quick, easy to finish program, I'll teach you four steps to really setting those strong roles, but then following through in a way where you're using connection and firm kindness. 
And what I'll teach you will actually cause your children to want to cooperate with you because they truly respect you and value the rule and the boundary and understand how it serves them, not just something that they have to do or else. And it's just an incredible feeling when you go to bed at night knowing that you followed through on the rules and the strong boundaries in your home without relying on hand-me-down parenting tactics like fear, force, threats, yelling, harsh punishments that really create usually fear in your household, right? We want our children to listen to us because they respect us and because they understand why being part of the team, cooperating well, respecting rules, all those things, why that feels good as a human being. We want to do those things um, in ways that cause our children to want to respect us, not just because they're scared of us or our consequence. And that's exactly what I'm going to teach you inside this program. So again, head on over to freshstartfamilyonline.com forward slash firm and kind to learn more. But in under an hour, this program will teach you some really effective strategies on how to create agreements with your kids instead of compliance statements, which is where a lot of parents go wrong and why their children don't end up respecting the rules or the agreements that they've made. And then I'm going to teach you how to use empathy. I'll teach you how to engage your kids' critical thinking skills when you tell them to do something and they say no. And then I'm also going to encourage you to understand how to empower your children. When children feel empowered, especially strong-willed kids, they will cooperate a whole heck of a lot easier, okay? So I want you to go learn about this program and let me know if you have any questions, freshstartfamilyonline.com forward slash firm and kind. Yeah, I'm just curious because you had, um, you don't want to hear it and you wanted to kind of be the the voice. You didn't want her to have a voice. And then um, you said you went into a time where you wanted to take care of yourself and be quiet. And then you ended up on the other end of, you were ready to listen. Was there a moment too where you wanted to be quiet, where there was some guilt, like just quiet guilting of that too? Yes, yes. Because I think I I see that and I just want to just put that out there to the parents too, that it's not always the, the talking over them, not letting them listen. It's also the like withdrawing could also be it might look like you're taking care of yourself but you're actually like putting this guilt on them like I'm so mad I can't even talk to you yeah it's an interesting yeah it's so interesting that you see it I think in the past I might have done that more um, but looking at this one now I really do because of the many years of your infinite life work now I'm in a spot where I feel like most of it, the self-talk is like, how can I walk myself off the ledge here? Okay. How can I apply other work? How can I come out of this as fast as possible? Because in the past, I would have withdrawn a lot more and longer. Or ignoring them as part of the punishment. Yeah, I know it sure seems like that. Um, and that can be for a lot of people, right? Yeah. But nowadays, it doesn't fit as much as I think it used to as when I was younger um, and and a younger mom. And, you know, even now we've been married 21 years? No, 19? <laughs> 18? Oh, my gosh, Terry. It was 2001. It's so 18. 18 years. I am so bad with dates, you guys. You know, every week Space I show up. Space and time. I show up to our Bonfire membership. Um, look, we do live coaching every week with me. And I'm like, hey, guys, welcome to the Bonfire. It is. And I just go to see the date, and I have... No idea what the date is. Mm, that's where Taryn gets it. That's where Taryn gets it. Our little guy wakes up most days and he's like, Mom, Dad, what day is it? 
Yes. Should I get, you know, is it a school day? <laughs> it's so cute. But yeah, so so I think what Terry is saying is make sure that if you are going to take a moment um, to quiet and just maybe walk away, which we call self-calming or pause buttons or heart connectors, just when you're in that moment, that's a little bit, you know, more of like a different uh, subject of what you do when you're in that space. But make sure you're just calling on the healthy intentions. Yeah, which make sure are, there's not an agenda to continue to like kind of poke your kid in the forehead, you know, it's like, yeah. like, take care of yourself. Um, don't like try to just remove yourself from this. Like, what can I do to like, kind of browbeat the kid for making the mistake? Um, with si- the silent treatment is what, well, yeah, called. whether yeah. it's the silent treatment, the loud treatment, whatever it's like, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sidestep. Yeah. So yeah. Pause, pause, you know, um, pause buttons, heart connectors, breaks like that that we teach families to do in positive parenting curriculum, which is self-regulation, self-control, giving yourself space to figure out a creative solution. When you're in those quiet moments, you want to be seeking those healthy intentions and figuring out like, hey, how do I want to handle myself when I move forward? So these days, it is really, for me, I, I have to like spend some time walking myself off the ledge because even after 10 years of being really involved in the this kind of work, I still get very tempted to just move forward with unhealthy strategies. So in yeah. this situation, it was the I was more tempted to be like the scolding, um, demeaning, like um, just lecturing. I know better than you. How dare you make this mistake and make me drive all over town? And you're into like just criticizing. So. I think it's just good for you guys to hear that I have to still fight that after all these years. And it takes a lot of willpower. It takes a lot of practice to consciously choose the other way um, and to say, hey, I think it's time I I talk now because I don't want to torture this person anymore with the silent treatment. Yeah. And um, I encourage everybody, if you haven't done the foundations course through Fresh Start Family, um, go through that course. It'll give you, I mean, literally the foundation. That's why it's called Foundations. Um, the podcast, this is great. We're having open, fun discussions. You know, yeah. if you're taking notes, doing all those things, great. But the foundations course will really give you the the roadmap and something to go back and revisit um, over and over again, however many times you need to, so that you have a foundation for your long term family relationship plan. You have yeah. a north star. Um, and this, you know, this podcast can be great for conversation, and you might understand more of the concepts or more of the things that we're talking about, more of the tools that would be in your toolkit um, so that you can relate a little more. I love it. Good point. Yeah. This is like, if you, if you have a house, the podcast is almost like, you know, you're, you're doing, adding on little homes to supplement the house. (laughs) Well, you're talking about the house. Yeah. Yeah. You're talking about the house, but you have to make sure that you really understand you know, the, the main concepts. And that really is what the foundations course does for you. So definitely check it out. For more information, go to freshstartfamilyonline.com. Thanks for listening, families. Have a great day.
All right, listeners, that's a wrap. I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I enjoyed recording it for you. As we wrap up here, don't forget to DM me the word shift or head to freshstartfamilyonline.com forward slash discipline to grab your free discipline quick start learning bundle. You'll get immediate access to download our extensive learning guide where I'll share five ways you can ditch the old school hand-me-down punishment mindset beliefs and thoughts that are causing you to react like a volcano instead of respond like the firm, kind, respectful teacher you are at your core. And then you'll also get immediate access to my on-demand workshop where I'll teach you our three core Fresh Start Family strategies that make up a strong, compassionate, disciplined toolkit, as well as my favorite logical consequences that not only work with kids of all ages, but do wonders to unite you with your child and strengthen your relationship, even in your kid's worst moments. So pop on over to Instagram right now and just shoot me a DM with the word shift and I'll send you a personal link to download that bundle right away. Or you can head to freshstartfamilyonline.com forward slash discipline to get access immediately. All right. Thanks for listening. And I'll see you inside that free bundle and also inside the next episode. 